Welcome back to Women on Wednesday. We back again. It's Trady. We got a new installment for Women on Wednesday. Today, we speak to wrestling's best musical diva, the fighting siren, Shalance Royale. We are joined by Maddie from Top Row Squishy. Still, we love wrestling. You know how we do. But let's get right into this conversation. Fun conversation. If you don't know her, you should know her. You can watch the video version on YouTube as always. But let's get right into it. I'm wrestling's best musical diva, The Fighting Siren. Not here, Come up to me. I love wrestling, and you love wrestling. Then we love wrestling. Welcome to Women on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> this gonna be a fun conversation here we got uh, a maddie from top row squishy with us and this person you know if you've been listening to us uh last april we did a wrestlemania review and i told you about a wrestler that i saw at mania week and was in the ring beating people up but also hitting high notes um we have that wrestler here you've been seeing her on AEW. You've been seeing her on Memphis Championship Wrestling. She is the IWA Belladonna's Division Champion. We have the Fighting Siren, Shalance Royale. I can't sing it like yes. that. But we got her here. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Happy to have you here. Happy to be here. Maddie, I'm going to tell you a funny story. I don't know if she remember this. Uh, at the GCW run to town, you was walking out of the building through the front door. I was walking in back into the area and we passed each other. And all I said was, you're Shalance Royale. And you was like, yeah, I was like, I'm coming for an interview at a point. And you said, okay, I hear you. And and that was the most of the conversation that we had that day. But I also <laughs> told her, I was like, yo, I like what you did in the ring, but we didn't stop stepping. We just passed each other. I just put that out there and we just kept going. So, you know, we here now. And Thank we're you. here. I don't you even too. remember that. <laughs> I, I know. I was like, man, that was her. Okay. Um, but you spoke it. You spoke it. And look, it's happening. I had to. Existence. You, you was out there tagging with uh, Stunt Marshall, my dude. Hey. But before <laughs> we get into it, uh, the first question I always ask is, why do you love wrestling or what started your love for wrestling? Ooh, so I have a very um, unique story or maybe not. Uh, most people, they'll say, oh, I watched wrestling for a very young age and I knew that I wanted to do it. That wasn't me. I remember seeing it um, maybe one time before we lost cable. So I grew up in a very... Um, low-income household, so we couldn't have cable for most of my life. But I remember seeing, like, the Divas belt, and I remember saying, like, I can get that. I'm going to do that. Just one time out of, like, a randomness. And then years and years and years later, I saved my little coins, and I got a PSP. I think it was actually given to me, but the game um, I got, it was, like, Raw versus SmackDown. It might have been 2006, maybe. Ooh. Okay. And that's how I fell in love 
with wrestling by playing a freaking video game. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Really? Never I, heard that. Story. All the people we've done, yeah, that's the first from the video game. Wow. Who was your favorite player on there? You remember who, who you remember who your favorite player was? The ones I created. <laughs> no seriously so i'm that gamer that i would spend hours making my character because i feel like i have to look good even if i'm not going to see my character which in most games you don't <laughs> i have to feel like i'm pretty or i have to feel like i look good and so for story mode you could only create a guy so i made sure he was cute you know i made sure he was a whole snack and then i <laughs> customized the girls just so that i can give them like entrances and stuff like but i would take hours so i think the gameplay because at the time you had to use like the modeled entrances so i think it was mickey james that i used um melina and i think those are the main two in that video game entrance that i use and of course they had like some stock ones but those are the main two just because you named those names and the rumble did just go by did you watch the rumble and see them in there actually i haven't seen it yet oh I know. So I was on a show the day of the Rumble. And then the next day I was on the road returning home. And then life just kind of like steamrolled and someone spoiled it for me Aww. and told me everything. And I just haven't it's watched already it. Ruined. Oh, it's already ruined. I know that. Maddie, I'm up before I go too far into it. I'm going to let you come on, take it up, Maddie. Ugh. Don't you hate it when people ruin stuff for you? God the worst yes, i do yeah well thank you shalance for coming on and giving us this time um i love that you're an opera singer <laughs> thank you i love that how did you get into this when what i mean it's amazing uh well thank you um so i'm i'm a music holic I love music from the day that I was freaking born. My mom told me when I was in inside her little stomach, she would put the big headphones because, you know, I'm not trying to tell my age, but she had the headphones. You can just like spread them and put them on the belly. So music actually became a part of me before I came into this world officially. However, I accidentally got into opera or to kept into music. So the long, the version, sorry, it's been a long day. No, the go short ahead, version of the story, I got into choir um, in elementary school, but I said I wasn't going to do it anymore. So I got in high school, I actually went to a very, I mean, a, no, yeah, it was a brand new middle school. And I said, I'm going to do sports. I'm going to do track and field again. I'm going to do soccer. I'm not going to do music because that interfered with me in elementary school. And so... uh they had like our schedules or something from our previous school. So yeah. they just stuck us into whatever we did in elementary school before <laughs> they actually got our schedules together. So I ended up in chorus again. And I'm it like, was meant to be. it was meant to be because I was lazy, you see. And I'm like, you know what? This is going to be an easy A because I heard something called a GPA is important. So I'm just going to stay in here. And I fell in love with the teacher. And she explained to me that my voice was different. 
So for a long time, I actually didn't like my voice. I just enjoyed singing, but people couldn't tell that I didn't like my voice. And she's like, no, it's a mature sound that lends well to classical music, in particular opera. So she instructed me, her name is Miss Blankenship, but she got married as Miss Wilcox. I'll never forget her. She Aww. told me to, um, when I get to high school, to do a certain amount of competitions and to look into certain things and to consider going to college for music. And by me being a first generation uh, college student, now I'm successfully a first generation college student, I wanted to go to college by any means. So I'm like, oh, you mean to tell me they'll pay me for just making noise with my mouth? And they did. <laughs> Beautiful. So I know I kind of ran through that story, but that's how it began. My middle school teacher, and then I did what she told me to do in high school. And my high school teacher, Mr. Hernandez, was amazing. I did a lot of competitions. I did really well. And they pretty much told me, this is what you should do. And I followed their lead. and. Somehow, I became an opera singing fanatic. It's amazing. It's amazing. You got to sing the um, national anthem at All In in 2019. How was that? How did that come about? So that right there was ugh, it. Hmm, it kind of grinds my gears a little bit because I wish I could redo it. I wish I could redo it. I was in the earlier stages of wrestling. And I was confident as a singer, especially an opera singer, but not as confident as a wrestler and not confident how the wrestling world would accept me. So I tried to do the national anthem in a style that's not, that I'm not familiar with per se. I like to sing it in the way that I sang it, but I got nervous when I was up there. And to me, it just doesn't sound as great as it could have. And so I just, I'm thankful for the opportunity and I'm so glad that he allowed me to do it, but I want to redo. I want to redo it. <laughs> so wait, let's try wait. to see if you can get a redo, but I think it sounded fine. I think that we can be our biggest critics. You know what I mean? You think so? I think so. I think well, so. there is, so people don't know this, but there's a part. So I'm trying to think. I practiced the national anthem, obviously, before I actually sang it there. And during the practice, one of the guys explained to me that there's going to be pyro that goes off. And I'm like, oh, okay. But clearly no pyro went off in the rehearsal because they're setting everything up. Right. Well, right. when I get up there, I actually forgot that there was going to be pyro. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I think I'm like, and the rock is reckless. And then it just goes off and it shook my soul and my voice <laughs> cracked a little bit. <laughs> Because oh, I'm well, like, oh my gosh, my weave. You know, I didn't want to have a moment. You know, and I <laughs> And I just freaked out. And you can hear it. If you listen, you'll hear, like, at some point my voice ended up cracking because I couldn't show that I was, like, scared because yeah. there's a camera right in my face. Even though at the time I wasn't seen, there's a whole camera in my face. I don't know who sees me. But just know I was shook, like literally. Shook. See, now I have to go back because I don't remember seeing that. <laughs> just listen for it. Just listen for it. <laughs> That's hilarious. This the um, first all out? Yeah. No, it was all in. It was all, all in. in. Yes. Uh -huh. Then she was an all out. That was the one. Uh, Battle Royale. In where, Vegas? Uh, Chicago. Chicago. I think I was there, man. 
You were there? Uh, 2020? 2019. August? September. Yeah, Yeah, around that time. August, September. Yeah, because that's the time that all in. Well, all out now, but that's. I'm going through my pictures from that day because I got a lot of them. He goes to a lot of wrestling shows, so he might have just been there. (laughs) I would hope so. That was the beginning of my little history. Yep. And also the beginning of AW, like a lot of people don't know, but Mm -hmm. I was technically the first female that they saw. But I know that All In technically wasn't AEW, but I'm pretty sure some things were in the works. I think things were in the works, obviously, right? For them to like all of a sudden get on TNT, you know, towards the end of the year, that was definitely in the works. Talking about AW, um, you were the first female recipient of the Dusty Rhodes American Dream Scholarship. Let's go. Thank you. Congrats. And how did that come about? So my first like year in wrestling was just like this, this, this. So the same year of All In, there was a camp that Cody Rose held at our school which is now called the Nightmare Factory, but at the time it was One one Fall Power Factory. And I just competed. It was like a two-day camp. Uh, We were judged by Les Thatcher, Kevin Kelly, and Pritchard. Um, Ooh, my brain. So we just did what they told us to do. And I actually had no expectation of winning because, again, I'm brand spanking new in the business. There are people that was at the camp that's been wrestling for years. But I was so happy to have the opportunity. And I just gave it my all. I was just happy to be involved. I was like a tree in the wind. You tell me to do it, I'll do it. But I really didn't think that I was going to win. I I actually thought that Anna Jay was going to win. She was actually a part of that camp, too. And yes, great girl. So I thought she was going to win. I was getting ready to cheer for her and everything. When they said my name, I was legitimately, legitimately shocked. And it was, wow. it was the thing that gave me confidence because I didn't know if I really could do it. Like I did sports growing up. So I knew that I could do wrestling, but I think there's a difference between doing it and being a wrestler. And the fact that, they all voted for me, let me know that they saw that I could be a wrestler and not just do wrestling things, if that makes sense. Makes total sense. And so because of that, I actually turned down a scholarship. I turned down a full ride scholarship to college, well, to grad school. And I decided to go all in on my dream of wrestling. And because I won that, Cody was like, you know what, let's go for it. And he allowed me to sing the national anthem. And it just snowballed from there. So, you know, I was watching some of your matches. Like, um, I've only seen a few of your things um, before Trey told me to jump on this interview. Um, And I was happy to. And then I just started looking through more of your stuff. And one thing I get from you is that you are super aggressive in the ring and i love that i love it when wrestlers you can tell they're going hard like i like to see 
punches go in and kicks and you just like really freaking deliver. Oh, he, he was there. Yeah, he was there. He was there. Of course he was. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I was in that thing. Yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised at all, Terry. Um, but yeah, you're such a strong wrestler. So um, I couldn't believe that you had only had um, like two, three years wrestling. That was kind of a shock to me. I, I look up history when I'm getting ready to interview someone and I'm like, wait, 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 there's nothing before 2019. What the hell is going on? Like this can't be. I lay low. So I was Amazing. one of those ones that I trained a lot before I decided to take uh, indie bookings. So oh, I so think it's... my first match officially may have been December 2018. And it was still very sparse. And I don't think that match is available for anyone to see. It shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say, if someone finds that, I feel like I might bribe them to take it down. Like, no one should Look at him. Now that his wheels are turning. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I was... Oh, um, but yeah, so I think my first match was December 2018. I started training for pro wrestling December 2017, and I did backyard oh, wrestling no. a little before then. So I low key, I lay really low, yeah, really, really low because I could not. I was on Google and Yahoo and YouTube, and I was like, can't be because. The skill level is definitely not of someone that's only been wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, I was seeing your matches in 2019 and 2020. And I'm like, what? Yeah, so there's a match. Uh, oh, I probably shouldn't say it. But with uh, this girl named Thunder Blonde and Thunder Rosa. I so it was it. a triple threat. That was in my early, early, early days. Bless Thunder Rosa's heart. <laughs> <laughs> She put up with the both of us green gals. Uh, Thunder Rosa held her own. She did a really good job trying to lead us through that match. But woo, was I led. You could definitely tell then that I was brand spanking new. And it's on YouTube. It's actually on her channel. I just watched it. Oh, you did? I just watched it a few minutes prior to getting on here. That's it. We got video. We got video of it. We ain't gonna give you the whole thing yet, but yeah, we got video of it. We did, we did got, some, got some matches. Uh, well, Thunder Rosa was the best thing in that match. <laughs> hey, let me jump in right quick, Maddie, because you said you saw her first match in 2019, right? Yes. Um, Shalon, and Sarah, are we gonna talk about the backyard wrestling? Okay. <laughs> Because you, you you did backyard wrestling and everything for a little bit. Um, I heard the story how you how you got into that after you finished up college and everything. Uh, how I what? You, how, when you finished up college, you got into the backyard wrestling a little bit. Um, what are some of the difference between backyard wrestling and professional wrestling to you? Do the lifestyles are majorly different. Usually with backyard wrestling, you're not trying to go anywhere with it. Like maybe you're trying to get noticed maybe on YouTube nowadays, but you don't have 
as much pressure because usually as a backyarder, you're not expecting to go to WWE or um, now like AEW and things like that. Yo, Maddie's joining us from Top Real Squishy. I want to take a quick break to let you know. Go to her YouTube, youtube.com slash top rope squishy. You can catch her squish through diamonds predictions. They add up on Monday or Tuesday. And then on Thursday, she does a live show on YouTube where she goes over dynamite. Make sure you subscribe to her channel. Watch it, like it. Tell her we love wrestling sent you. But let's get back into this combo with Shalonce Royale. So it was just, you were your own motivator. You could stop and start whenever you wanted. And you're literally just trying out stuff that you see. And you can bring in all sorts of styles of fighting into it. But typically a backyarder is not trained. So it's very dangerous. Like you're risking your life even more than you are trying to do pro. With pro wrestling, you're like your, your own business. So you have to make sure you promote yourself. You have to make sure you're taking care of yourself. You know, you have to worry about your gear and the places you're working and your health and all the nine yards because you're you're your own product. And I'm not saying that's not the case with backyarding, but I just know when I was backyarding, I really wasn't thinking about marketing myself or branding myself. You know, I just did it because the they actually had a YouTube channel and I'm like, hey, this might lead to something. But I wasn't thinking about training at the time. I wasn't thinking about gear. I wasn't thinking about the business. And pro wrestling is a business. Backyard wrestling just feels like a hobby. That's a good way to put it. I was going to say, it it seems like dangerous. So you obviously (laughs) must feel better or more protected being in the pro wrestling world. (laughs) Yeah, you're risking it either way. Um, because I do know some wrestlers that started out with backyarding or did backyarding while they're mm-hmm. training for pro. And so they're trained, but the average backyard wrestler is not trained. And right. that's what make it dangerous because you're seeing someone put someone in a figure four, but you don't necessarily know how to protect yourself in a figure four. Or for a diamond cutter or how to actively mm-hmm, run mm-hmm. the ropes. You know, like when I first started, they trained me how to bump and run the ropes. And I was hurting, but I didn't know that, oh, those boards were old in the ring. And that these ropes aren't like the ropes that are in like wrestling rings. Now, they, I was very fortunate enough to be a part of a backyard wrestling promotion that actually was, um, that they actually had a ring. But it was mm-hmm. it was just really different, and it's outside. You know, throwing someone out of a ring outside is really different than throwing someone out of a ring, <laughs> you know, in a building. And, and yeah. it's just things like that. Was it a shocker when you actually like started wrestling? And, uh, <sighs> but I I love it because. Oh, sorry. Oh no no no! Keep going, keep going. I want to hear what you're saying. You love it because. Oh. No, but I loved backyard wrestling because there's literally like a grill in the backyard. And after you finish wrestling, you can just go over and get you like a rib or something. (laughs) 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 You know, I love to eat. So I could beat up someone and go eat and then watch people get beat up while eating and give me a drink. I mean, (laughs) I'm I'm living. (laughs) That sounds like fun. (laughs) A lot of fun. I miss it. 
you can still go and watch and and have the ribs you don't have to true true but you know pro wrestling takes up so much of your life too and that's another difference with pro wrestling it's like a real big commitment you know like this weekend i have to wrestle in maryland last weekend i was in miami the weekend before i'm in illinois with backyard wrestling it's going to be in the backyard where (laughs) you left it (laughs) (laughs) oh my god do you like traveling? Is that something or does it get it gets tiring, right? After a while. I travel. I love traveling. Oh, that's good um, then. My bank account may not like traveling, <laughs> you know? But I love it. In fact, like gotcha. whew, it's it's my therapy. I love driving. I love music. I love to have my little concerts in the car. Like I hey. really am my gimmick, I believe. So I like uh, Sunday, I drove about 11 hours to get back home, 11 hours. And while my body is angry and my bank account is angry, my mental needed it. It's it's something about like zoning out on the road. It's kind of like really therapeutic. You listen to, for me, at least I tend to listen to the words of songs more or I sing more, which helps me relieve a lot of stress. And I have a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. So it's really therapeutic for me. And the fact that I like staying at hotels because my fur babies, God bless their souls, they get on my nerves sometimes and they don't want to let me sleep. But in the hotel room, they're not there. So I can sleep. <laughs> I have a fur baby. I keep him downstairs in the crate when he sleeps in his crate. He loves his crate. But if not, imagine. I could just imagine all night. <laughs> you have more than one. You said babies. Oh, goodness. No. I yep. Have one and they puppy. like to have little DBZ battles in the middle of the night. And I'm like, no. Can you stop? Like, stop. So when I'm in a hotel room, I have my peace. And usually it's really nice. And I can watch whatever I want to watch. Or, you know, I can feel bougie. Like, sometimes I get me, like, a little glass of wine. And I'll be in the tub. And I'm just like, I am Shalonce. <laughs> it's like a parent with their kid. It's away time. I hear parents hide in closets to get away from their children sometimes. So closets. I get it. <laughs> closets. <laughs> so I have one more question before I pass it on to Terry. Um, of all of your matches to date, what has been your favorite thus far? Oh, that's so hard. You can give me more than one if you can't pick one. Mm. That's so hard because now I've had a lot of matches. (laughs) A lot. A lot. And I like them all for different reasons, you know. What's the most recent one that that sticks out to you for whatever reason? Red Red Velvet, the first time we faced each other. That was that match was significant for a lot of reasons. One, Red Velvet is amazing to work with. She's really nice, you know, really knowledgeable, really understanding because she remembered what it was like to be a, a extra called in, you know, because she started where we, we started. So she yes. understands like how we feel. She understands how to talk to us and she just really wants us to look good as well. And I really appreciate that because she doesn't have to. She's on the roster. She can do whatever she wants, but she actually cared about yeah. me. And um, that match was significant because 
I hadn't been on AEW for two years. So that was my comeback as Shalonse before I was Shalandra. So I had a whole remix and I come back and, you know, I had to get it up. And (laughs) I got emotional afterwards because I'm like, see, I did it. You know, like for some people, they're just like, oh, that was just an enhancement match. But for me, that to show them like, I've been working my butt off to show like why I deserve a spot in this wrestling community. And while I was gone for two years, look at me now. Yes. And I saw the matches and they were freaking excellent. They were, they they were hard hitting and fast and powerful. And you ladies were showing people this is how it's done. Cause when I was watching it, I was watching it like, yes, that is what I'm talking about. Screw this being an enhancement match. No. Yes. That was, and I want to show people that you can wrestling is still sports entertainment. You know, everyone on the card is going to be wrestling. I mean, that's what you're here for. But I want to bring a different element in there. I want people to go home and to be able to talk. Like, that's that's my thing. I want you to remember something of the show. Because, like, on the indie scene, you hear this all the time. You hear people say, you can do moves, 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 but you need to do something that's going to have people to talking about you on the car ride home. Mm-hmm. And so that's actually how I really cultivated Shalance because I'm like, people are going to most likely love me or hate me. Either I'm going to get on their nerves with singing or they're going to love the fact that I'm singing. But you know what? They're talking about me. Yeah, that's right. And that's what you And I do. know that I'm a good singer. I went to school for it. I traveled the world singing yeah. opera. Like, I know. And I want people to know, like, I can beat you up and sing to you at the same time. <laughs> they're going to go home talking about that. On Twitter, they it. talked about it. So I'm not saying that I'm the best wrestler, but I definitely entertain. I love it. The singing siren that will kick your ass. I love it. And with that, to Trey. (laughs) Maddie, what she just said, you're going to go home talking about it. Before you got on here, I literally told Maddie, I was at the GCW thing the whole time. And when I came in with you singing and beating people up, I was like, what's going on? (laughs) <laughs> but it made the day and I remember that because I was like yo everything that went on this this woman was in here beating people up and singing with it and I didn't know you was an opera singer but I was like it seems like she's hitting that note and I'm like it's something about that right there I don't know what it is but you you can't forget it when you hear it because it's oh you like and then you get to do an elbow on somebody like come on that's beautiful <laughs> um, but let's talk about it. you said you like traveling uh said you was recently in illinois so we got to talk about it you won a championship you know what i'm saying you was out here taking pictures in your hotel room with the belt you was outside taking pictures with the belt the iwa belladonna's championship uh how you feel about winning that title I feel that it was uh, a long time coming, you know, uh, whew, trying to pick, you know, it's difficult because sometimes you're like in kayfabe and then shoot. So I'm trying to like <laughs> pick a lane, but no, I, I think, whew, I'm really happy. 
because I want people to know that I'm working hard and that it's safe to invest in me and I actually care about wrestling. And the fact that this place, I'm sure they may not know me from a can of paint, like the people, the, 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 the people that are actually going to that show. Because they seem like they know the community and some of them are actually, you know, wrestling fans. But let's be honest, I'm from Georgia and they have a lot of wrestlers in Illinois. So they may have heard of me, but the fact that they're investing in me like that really helps me feel better and helps me feel validated. Um, and I really want to bring a good name to the IWA Belladonna Division's belt. It's kind of hard to say because the Belladonna Division has its own champion, but we source to other places. So it's, it's kind of hard, but <laughs> I'm honored to be the first. I like making history. That's I right. actually make history in a lot of ways, and it, it warms my heart to know that I'm still doing that with wrestling. I saw it. Uh, it. I wasn't at the show, but I saw it when the show happened. I was somewhere else, but it was in uh, Illinois. It's about a couple of hours from me. So, you know, I've seen some of the events they got coming up. So I may pop up one day, you know, see you as champ. And I won't lie, it was confusing because I was like, I could have sworn a Belladonna's division champion was just crowned. Now, she'll. I don't know Shalon said and took her belt or this a different one. Then I had to look into it and they was like, it's IWA Belladonna's division. I was like, oh, so it's two champions out here, but two different brands. I was like, okay. So I got to ask this. You want Cassandra Golden's belt? Oh, of course. I felt like <laughs> if I was at the show where mm -hmm. she was when she got it, she wouldn't have gotten it. Ooh. I would have. It just so happens that I had another booking and I couldn't make it. So, you know, I just think it goes to show, like, since I have that one, I mean, I beat her to get that one. Hello. I mean, she did. So, <laughs> I hello. didn't want to say it, but if she had it online, I would have had two belts. <laughs> two belts. Salante. I, like I didn't want to say it, but she did. But I did kind of feel <laughs> at the beginning. I was like, you know, because, yeah, it, it was confusing to me. I was like, what is going on here? But. <laughs> Um, she deserves. Yeah, you're not the only one. There's a lot of people that was like, didn't didn't Cassandra, you know? And it does sting a little bit because that's the belt that I originally wanted, and I feel like it carries more because it's it's over the entire Belladonna division. This one is just at IWA, so it's technically I'm the IWA Women's Champion. It's just the Belladonna is the one that provides the women for it so it is confusing and i am a little you know sour at that but you know you start somewhere and she beat the current champion to get the ooh. okay what did you say i, I just said and you beat the current champ to get the, the championship yep belladonna division i'm looking at y'all <laughs> look at look I'm, I'm looking at y'all <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at y'all right now. All right. Uh, I got to ask this. You faced a lot of people out here. I don't. I don't seen a few matches. You you'll see it when we put up the highlight clip. Um, if you could face 
three people out here on the independent scene because I'm gonna name three after you. Uh, do you have three names that you would face out here? Three individuals. Three individuals that I could face on the indies. On the indies. Well, one is Mia Yim. Mm. I would love to face Mia. Come on now. Um, congratulations to her and her hubby. They officially tied the knot, I believe, on Saturday. Aww. Just got married. Congrats. Uh, congratulations. My brain is going like, I know, I know a lot more women on the Indies. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get the singing while she thinks. I love it. I'm going to ask her to sing We Love Wrestling. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think because I feel like I know there has to be more. All right. I actually want to face Big Swole. Um, little plug here. Shout out to Big Swole. We love wrestling. They are sponsoring Big Swole versus Tui Lynn at Black Wrestlers Matters STL February 19th. And trying to see, I feel like once I see, like once I get on social media, I'm gonna be like, oh my gosh, her and her and her. <laughs> um, I got names. One more, one more. Damn. Oh, oh, well, dang it. No, because I don't think she's Indies anymore. Who? Hmm. Who is it? I'm not gonna say. Say it. She could be Indy. <laughs> I might have said too much. Uh she, she with, <laughs> oh, oh, never mind. Oh, okay. it I might not be, saying. it might not be out. I yet. get what she's saying, yeah. I've did that once. <laughs> you gotta watch yourself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know what for sure. I'm just speculating like most fans are, but I don't want to be right, and then someone is like, You're telling someone I didn't even know. Yeah, I was <laughs> good guess. Yeah. We'll it talk gonna, in, it's that intuition. We'll talk um, in the recording. You can uh, get on the Patreon, and if that person is signed <laughs> or whatever, you can see it then when they get signed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would like to, well, I was going to say, hmm, this is going to sound really cheesy, but because I train with her, so obviously it can happen, but for some reason... We haven't had like that good one-on-one -on -one match, but uh, Robin Renegade, you know, I would love to face her as well. Like, just give us some time. Let us just go all out in what we want to do. But we usually have like practice matches that are like five minutes or, you know, twin magic matches with me, her and her sister, things like that. But I just want to go one-on-one -on -one with Robin Renegade. Nice. I like hey. that. Shout out to the Renegade Twins. <laughs> Both of them are pretty awesome, but I definitely, I, yes. I got to come for Robin. Yeah. We've spoken to them. Those yeah. are people, right? You know, yeah. we did a, uh, we, we had the honor of doing their first interview. Um, if you, you could probably make that match happen, though, real life. Um, 
Maddie, I believe we can make that match happen. <laughs> I think so. Uh, make it happen. One on one, Robin Ren. I mean, you know, uh, is there any areas that you haven't been to you trying to get out to? Because I've seen Illinois. I know you all around Georgia. I've seen you in Florida. Um, I actually don't work Georgia much, which is weird because that's this is where I live. <laughs> I, I only maybe work... two shows in Georgia that you was on. Huh? I seen maybe two shows in Georgia that you was on. Just just seeing so stuff. Recently, I've done GIPW in Warner Robins, Georgia. I do GPW in um, are we? I think it's still Jasper, Georgia. Um, I've done Spinebuster in Valdosta, Georgia. I did IWE in Augusta a couple of times. You ain't been in Atlanta yet? I, I did AWE. Oh, okay. um, but I don't okay. know if they're running right now, but I did AWE. I announced for Terminus. Um but I didn't work the show. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, you were the announcer, yeah. Yeah, I did Rowdy Entertainment Wrestling, which is a new. I believe she's gonna make it a promotion on Rain mm. Rivers. It was her first show that she herself put together, and so I think she's gonna make it an official thing. Shout out to Rain the Stallion Rivers. Yes. <laughs> Since she announced it, what I usually go click the link over there. You can see our spotlight we did with Rain. Shout out to her. Um, hey, I'm not going to say no company's names, but y'all need to book Shalonce Royale. She gave y'all three people. I'm going to give y'all a few who I saw just from the styles that they have. Um, Shalonce Royale versus Jocelyn Navarro. I believe... That match would be very fire, the way that both of y'all wrestle, um, and it's believable. I believe that could that could bring like some magic out here. I'm just saying. I believe so too. Put put the match out there too. Um, number two, and this is only because I like the the tall versus the small. You know the David and Goliath matches. Shalon Say Royale versus Genocide. I would I knew it. This, uh, <gasps> I knew it. call out Genocide. To, uh, have someone singing against a robot gimmick. Just to, <laughs> <laughs> just to see how it would go down. Because well, I believe that could be magic in the ring. Oh. Said lights out. Uh, <laughs> the universe is still in um, <laughs> That's it. That's the match. The, the That's third, the match right there. The That's short circuit. <laughs> so the third match is something that's branching off of something that happened at uh, Memphis Championship Wrestling. Um, so Maddie, her and Amber Rodriguez, they've been interacting. They was interacting a little bit. So oh, I, I, I faced her too. I saw that match. Yeah. So y'all faced each other. So I would love to see you go against somebody who Amber Rodriguez is now like talking to, uh, Rache Chanel. Um, you know, oh. versus Amber, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all both, 
Yeah, I think that would be a dope that would be yeah. so good. Um, I got some. I other hear a lot ideas. of people trying to make that happen. But you know, I but, like her. Is other people want that to happen? I, I do. She's right be. there in the back. I got Rache there, and I got Red Velvet over there. <laughs> hey, since Maddie said in the back. Now he's pointing to <laughs> he got way more uh, <laughs> Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all listen to it. I'll be down. Someone make there. it happen. I'll be down there real soon. But make Mission make Pro. It safe. Oh, I would love to work them at Mission Pro. Maddie yeah. said it. I ain't I ain't said it. Uh, Thunder. Thunder Rosa. Make it happen, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, <laughs> I know you. I'm too humble to say that though, but Maddie just told you. Um <laughs> 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 hey, I'll just say it. Okay, will you be in uh will you be uh going to Texas for Mania Week? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Mm. Say, say the name again, Maddie. Thunder Rosa. Just make a call. I know y'all doing something at 3 p.m. on one of them days. Make a match happen. I know what y'all building to, but if that don't happen, she wanna have her do a run-in or something. I mean I, do it down the line, but there you go. All right. Uh Maddie, you got any more questions for the opera singing former backyard wrestling? Um light falling down uh baddest new well she's not new but the baddest person in the independent scenes that you don't know man because if you want somebody who could beat somebody up seeing why they do <laughs> seeing why they do it she also is a great seller like a lot of people forget about the art of selling okay um and Shalon Say goes out here and she sells her ass off. Everything Thanks. looks believable. Yes. Um, and I'd so be like, damn, okay. That looks so like it hurt. But she right back up. She uh I'm just saying, if you haven't seen her, go watch it. Watch some, don't just watch the AW Dark. It is a good match her and red of it. But go watch some of the other stuff. Watch her nightmare factory uh match with Gemma. Uh, Jules, I think it is. Oh, Gemma. <laughs> uh, it, it's a lot of matches on it. Look in the bottom, we'll do it. Uh oh, now we're gonna put you on the spot. Yes, it's your time to shine. Uh, before you shine, though, I got to lean in because I almost forgot. Maddie, <laughs> if you don't know, uh, I've already gave up on that. You know, it's five in a row, nobody picked my guy, so that's over with. But Shalon say, I'm going to lean in and I'm going to ask you uh, the Rocker Stone Code. Oh. The Rock. Ah, you got one. <laughs> There's no right or wrong answer, but he's definitely uh, The Rock. So. <laughs> Look, it was five weeks in a row. I told y'all last week we was done with it. You know, everybody picked Stone Code, but we got The Rock. First time in 2022. Huh? Yes. Let's go. Uh, the prize is done. But, you know, if this would have been like last week or before, she would have got the rock figure sent to her. But that is over. That's mine now. Um, no. 
And we did the whole thing last week about it. You might get a constellation prize, but I don't know. We're gonna see Shalon. Hey, we gonna see. Hey, I I'm the first one this yes. year. You should get black, it just black, for being the first black one. history month. Don't take from a black man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, I can't take you nowhere. She might still get it. I'm sorry. We had to laugh a little bit. Uh, we got to do this. We got to get out of here because it's going to go left. But Shalon say, this is our put yourself over moment. This is where you let our viewers know your social media, any ways they can keep in touch with you, follow what you're doing. If you got anything special, ways they can support you, buy t-shirts, many um, websites. We just want you to put yourself over. Okay. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shalonse underscore Royal. You can also find me on Facebook at Shalonse Royal. You can find me on Twitch at Shalonse Royal. I am starting my own podcast soon, so definitely be on the lookout for that. And mm -hmm. I'm just going to be talking about my life experiences and how it ties into wrestling and how we can kind of wrestle through life together. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? I am also on YouTube, Say Royal. You might be able to find it under the Fighting Siren also. I'm not sure. I also have an OnlyFans. Now, I'm not breaking the internet with anything. <laughs> but it's just like how my Patreon was. It's a nice way to come, you know, show some support and, you know, keep updated with like my wrestling and kind of behind the scenes things. As well as you might get some cute pictures, you know, you know. Yeah, but okay. no, nah, it's not even like that. It's not even like that. Um, okay. So basically, I'm all over the internet. And there's many ways that you can find me and help support me. And I really do appreciate you all. Yes. She says she got an OnlyFans, but it's not like that. Yo, one of my buddies has a wrestling OnlyFans. And he posts up clips from, like, interviews that wasn't supposed to be seen. And I really just thought OnlyFans was... Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but it's not. It's like Patreon, you know. It's yep. it's one of those stigmas where, um, during the pandemic, the adult entertainment side of it just happened to pick up. It went. So oh. now people think <laughs> that when you mention OnlyFans, they think you're busting it wide open. I'm like, no, I'm just, you know, I might open the can a little bit, but I'm not trying to bust the, the can of biscuits open. Now I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know there's some goodies there's some treats on there you know i am a woman and go, i do girl. have some amazing assets so yeah. from time to time i might like to you know accentuate <laughs> them but <laughs> i am a sports entertainer not an adult entertainer say it loud <laughs> yeah so that's just that disclaimer in case someone want to say something you see a risky type photo i'm like mm -mm, that wasn't me Photoshop. Yeah. Oh, that was right. she said i'm not trying to bust it open but i might open up the can a <laughs> i am a georgia peach i have to look out for my assets <laughs> Yo, I told y'all we had to get out of here because you I don't I don't know. Uh <laughs> yeah. 
We have an and I do post good content there and it I do I am going to start going live on there and talking about like my matches after they happen, kind of giving insider stuff because it's hard nowadays to keep like kayfabe and shoot. And I actually really like the idea of keeping them separate. But I do like letting my fans into like what's happening. So my OnlyFans is a way for me to be like really, really candid. And on social media, I'm like kayfabe. You know, usually someone comments on my Instagram, I'm answering as Shalonce, not Shalandra. Same thing with my TikTok. I'm interacting as Shalonce, not Shalandra, but with my OnlyFans, you really get to talk to me. That's excellent. Yo, the Kate, so the things that we do like at shows, after shows, people stay in kayfabe. Um, but when we do these right here, we we break the kayfabe. But if you ever see me at a show and you see me talking to wrestlers, we stay in kayfabe that whole time. And I, I just take whatever it is as long as I don't get like no hands put on me or disrespected too much when I'm like, hey, hey, I'm still a, you know what I'm saying, be cool. But you know, uh, just to let you know, if I ever see you and you see us talking like that, stay in kayfabe for those. But these right here, it's good to open up. Yep. We talked about, this is my last question, because I feel remiss if I don't do this. Maddie asked you about your training a little bit. Um, and you said you started as what's now called the Nightmare Factory. You was there before it all happened. Yeah. You know I mean, your trainers and everything. How do you feel that transition has gone since this went to the Nightmare Factory? Have you been there any, like, do you just go in and check it out or, you know? It, it's different? different. It's really different. You know, when I started, it was a small group of people and now it's a big school. And in addition to the people that was basically grandfathered into the Nightmare Factory, they also run the Nightmare Factory camp, which is a little bit different than us. So I've never been a part of the camp. I've just been a part of the school, but um, I think it's better now if you have the mindset to progress. And what I mean is, is how the school was before. It was still great. And I, I miss it because I felt like I got more individual attention to fine tune smaller things because it wasn't that many of us. So I missed that part. But it was so easy to become complacent. And it could be because of where I was at that time. Like, I was still brand new. I really didn't understand the business. So, you know, I was just there trying to learn and soak up. But it did come a time where I was just trying to soak up things, but I wasn't really going out and applying it. But now with the whole transition, we see people that, um, are on the roster with AW or people that I started out with and now they are actually signed or they come through and they try to train and then we got a lot of people that come through that they're thirsty for the opportunities so they're not coming there trying to have a kumbaya session they're like look I, I got somewhere to go are you coming or not they're gonna go so it helps motivate you some people might feel that it's really competitive um, but that's not the word that I would say it just you're you're checked you you have you get checked if that makes sense like am i gonna be here just to keep being an extra or am i gonna be here to get better right. because 
just because I am there doesn't mean that I'm going to go to AW. You know, they don't try to keep us from anywhere else, but it just reminds you that there are people working out here. There are yeah. people that see the opportunities or they want your opportunities or however you want to go about it. But what are you going to do? You don't have time to be stagnant. And that happened to me. And people I started out with are way further in their career than me right now. Mm. So that is what I like slash hate because I, I have anxiety about it. But it's needed, especially when you want to do something in your life. That This is a sport. Mm-hmm. And you can't just sit here and take up space. Right. Somebody wants your spot. Mm-hmm. Hey, New York. Y'all know me. Get your line say up there. Yes. Midwest. She already in Illinois. Get your <laughs> line say there. <clears throat> Get yes. some of these matches out here. I mean, y'all yes. want somebody who has a character and can wrestle a whole package coming up. I mean, you better get it before somebody signs. Right. I'm just saying. Right. I'm trained. I'm ready. I'm trained in wrestling. I'm trained in music. You need someone to open the show with the national anthem and then get a good little beat down to somebody. I got you. <laughs> I'm just I saying. I love it. I'll leave you on that note. That was just beautiful, people. No. That was um, beautiful. But thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Thank you for the opportunities. You can catch Shalance Royale on YouTube, on your TV, on Title Match Network. Yep. Um, she was also at Flawless Wrestling. Yep. Um, Fight TV. Fight TV. Fight TV. Everywhere. Go uh go on YouTube, type in Shalance Royale. So subscribe to her YouTube page. Everything. Oh, I'm also on Pro Wrestling Tees. I forgot that. Pro Wrestling Tees buy a shirt. That's mm. right. Support. Support. <laughs> That's everything right there. Maddie, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Thank you for taking your time, Shalance. And thank you, Trey, as always, for inviting me on to talk to these awesome people. I love it. Thank You're welcome. <laughs> Siri over here tripping. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that was Siri? That was Siri. That was Siri. That did not sound like Shalonce. What the fuck was that? I was was like, what? Hey, it's time to go. Uh, I'm I'm Like I always say, (laughs) if I love wrestling and you love wrestling, then we love wrestling. It's too sweet. And you love wrestling, then we not here, you missing out. Is this show?